I'd like to turn your attention and your own spotlight, if you will, back on your health. Now, a lot of people don't realize there's only three ways to experience ill health. You have physical damage, you have toxicity, and that can be invisible things like electromagnetic frequencies and electromagnetic radiation, which I'm sure if we could see and hear it, we'd be a lot more mindful of that as an example. And you have deficiency. Now, this episode specifically targets and focuses in on deficiency and what you can do to supplement that and to rebuild your body's stores and balance and harmony back again. Now, I think if we lived in a pristine environment, which is a very far cry from the world that we find ourselves in right now, this inverted reality that is full of toxins and poisons, both in the air, in the food we eat, and the water that we drink, and also the foods themselves are very deficient in minerals because of factory farming and the use of oil-based pesticides, herbicides, etc. I asked a friend of mine, Clive DeCarl, to come on the show, and we'll have a very interesting discussion about some of the more common issues people have with nutritional deficiency and then what you can do to correct that. I asked Clive on specifically because he has his own range of nutritional supplements that he calls natural health essentials. He also has the Secret Health Club, which is an absolute goldmine of information with regard to health. It's fully searchable. And Clive's been censored by governments since 2014. So there's a lot of really good, uh, if you will, off-grid information that you wouldn't normally be able to get access to. During the course of the discussion, we cover things like proteolytic enzymes, vitamin K2, selenium, magnesium, which is the most important of all the minerals, iodine, HRT, menopause, and that's just a name, but a few. So if you're interested in that, in your own health, I'd encourage you to have a look at this. And I did reach out and ask Clive if I could become an affiliate. I've been using his minerals and his supplements now for over 12 months, and I'm impressed and they fit the bill. They're very high quality, and I think for what they are, they are reasonably priced as well. So I hope you enjoy the episode, and I'm looking forward very much to seeing you in the next one. And if you are interested in purchasing some of Clyde's materials, there is an affiliate link you can use both in the first comment and the description of this video. As always, you are amazing, and I'm looking forward so much to speaking to you in the next episode. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye. So, Clive, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to join me. Nice to see you again, mate. Great pleasure, Adrian. Thanks Thanks very much for inviting me. Great to see you. I wanted today to talk about nutritional supplements and particularly the supplements that you have. There's a world of difference, I think. People seem to think they can go out and just get something and pop it in their mouth and they'll be away, and, and things are not as they seem, as we know. Well, quite. Um, you know, Holland and Barrett used to be owned by the Carlisle Group, who are arms manufacturers and armament suppliers. I think Solgar used to be the same. So, you know, obviously you can trust them with your health. So getting supplements that really work is actually a bit of an art because the vast majority really are not terribly designed to work because the ultimate owners of some of these famous companies are the drugs manufacturers. So they, you know, or the bad guys. So um, one of the supplements that I think is worth people knowing about is one called proteolytic enzymes. Okay. Now, most people are pretty much unaware 
that they have a complex enzyme system in their body. Mm-hmm. You know, we're aware maybe of the lymph system as the sort of the, the, the drainage point of certain toxins that don't come out other ways. You know, we've got all these systems and the enzyme system is super important because like proteins, that's the stuff that does the work in the body. So without enzymes, you can eat all the f- wonderful fresh foods you like, but are you really going to get the vitamin, the vitamin C successfully out of it? Well, enzymes are necessary. You know, vitamin C is like a coenzyme. It needs enzymes to make it work. So it's interesting to note that very young people have a decent load of enzymes and very old people have almost none. So of the different enzyme types, there are digestive enzymes, the type that we make. I mean, for us to digest carbohydrates well, those enzymes are generated by chewing. So if you're going to eat carbohydrates, you really want to digest them properly, then a lot of chewing in the mouth is very important. You know, other foods get digested in various other places and in other ways. So I would say once you get to, let's say, 45 or 50, then it's worth considering researching digestive enzymes with the idea that they could be worth supplementing when you eat a meal. So if you had a digestive enzyme, let's say, in the capsule at the start of a meal, if it had a range of digestive enzymes, you know, one to do with wheat, one to do with dairy, one for fats, one for proteins, and then variations of, then somebody who's getting bloating perhaps or they're getting acid reflux, um, that sort of issue, you know, tummy issues in general, might find that actually with the digestive enzymes helping them to digest the food, that they're actually able to get the nutrition really out of the food and into the cells of their body rather than just it going through one end of a tube and coming out the other end of the tube. And the same would be true for probiotics. So um, let's, if, some, some, if, if let's say an elderly client came to me and they said, I'm just too tired to eat, I haven't got the energy to eat, and you realise they're fading away because they, they're just not eating enough food on a physical level. Well, if they had digestive enzymes they would be able to get much more goodness from the little food that they are eating. So at the other end of the scale, let's say you've got a very young child. Now, they are injuring themselves all the time and repairing almost instantly. If you fell flat on your face, you twisted your ankle, not only is it going to hurt, but it's going to take a while to repair. But a child, they fall flat on their faces all the time, sprain their ankles all the time, and five, ten minutes later, they're back on their feet and everything's fine, right? How do they do that? How they do it is proteolytic enzymes, protein-dissolving enzymes. Now, if you have um, uh, scar tissue, for instance, now, proteolytic enzymes would, would view that as foreign tissue. Yes, your body has very sensibly repaired you with scar tissue, but a young child, they really, scar tissue doesn't really form because they're so powerful as young beings full of proteolytic enzymes that they can can cut their skin and reform it without a scar. Mm. In the same way, they can twist their ankle and be up again running around. 
So what happens is that proteolytic enzymes stop in inflammation from happening, therefore pain doesn't happen so much. And if pain does happen, it's very acute, and within minutes, you know, assuming mum and dad don't go, oh, my God, you've fallen over, you've hurt, hurt yourself, assuming they don't say that, assuming they just smile and laugh it off, then uh, the kill recovery in, in minutes. You know, we've all, all seen it happen, right? So the proteolytic enzymes are not only dealing with inflammation and pain, but also scar tissue. Now, go back to the other end of life. The old people, they tend to die from inflammatory diseases, which tend to be painful, cancer, arthritis, anything that ends in an itis, right? Uh, and then the other, a, a lot of most of the, the other people who don't die from an itis die from an osis, like fibrosis, multiple sclerosis. Anything that ends in an osis is basically scar tissue. So that can be the lining of the arteries, you know, with proteolytic enzymes, why would you need a bypass surgery? In theory, you wouldn't, because proteolytic enzymes can break down uh, the plaque in the arteries, essentially. So should everybody over a certain age be considering using both digestive enzymes and then separately proteolytic enzymes? Now, why I say separately is if you took the proteolytic enzymes with a meal and that meal had some protein in it, then all that would happen would be the protein would be really, really well digested for you. But that's not what you want if you want to dissolve scar tissue or remedy inflammation or pain. What you want is then to take it at least two hours after you've eaten so that the body can start going to work. So fibrosis, you know, fibrosis is where it is scar tissue. It's where fibers of like spider's web of scar tissue hold things in place. And the body would, if it had the right nutri nutrition and the right energy and the right materials, not form scar tissue, but just normal tissue. So the body being hard-pressed to repair naturally uses scar tissue as the method of last resort. So once you've got a decent diet going, hopefully a few other supplements because decent diets are very hard to, uh, to, to actually find these days. So the... Sorry, I'm, I'm plugging the phone. Um, so using proteolytic enzymes a couple of hours after a meal will start dissolving the fibroids the fibrosis, the scar tissue, and you can then start regrowing uh, normal tissue. So external scars, people see them heal. Maybe in age, ages, internal scars can heal. People who've had an operation and they've got adhesions, that sort of thing. It can really sort people out because at the end of the day, most people either die from itis or an osis. So this one material... It certainly sounds like it'd be good for endometriosis as well, then. Exactly. Anything with an osis at the end. So um, to go with it, one needs to understand some of the cofactors that are useful, one of which is vitamin K2. Now, the dentist, Dr. Weston Price, uh, back in the 20s and 30s, he started making trips to 
foreign lands where they were still eating the natural diet. They didn't brush their teeth. Some people had green teeth, brown teeth. Some people used sticks maybe to clean their teeth. He never saw a cavity, never saw a shrunken jaw where teeth need to be extracted. But the moment those people started eating a processed food diet, immediately their teeth started deteriorating. And he he thought that actually there maybe is just one thing in the primitive diet that was keeping their teeth strong, and he called it Activator X. And he started experimenting with, in the end, it came out to uh, cod liver oil. Um, I think it may have been fermented cod liver oil, but I'm not sure, and spring butter. So where the, the cows had been eating the fresh, lush growth, not of grass, but of meadows, you know, full of herbs and wildflowers and stuff, and mushrooms, And he started giving this to his dental patients, and he was reversing cavities. Now, one could go that route today, or there's another route. I think it took till about 1995 for scientists to work out that actually it was vitamin K2 that was the primary factor, which is in cod liver oil and butter. How do you get vitamin K2? Well, there are two ways you can eat butter, grown in the spring like that, or cheese, or uh, any dairy products, really. But if you're vegan, what do you do? Well, then natto is the answer, natto kinase. And the vitamin K2 on my site is exactly that. It's uh, powdered, fermented natto kinase, which comes from soya. One has to be careful with soya because most of it's genetically modified. The results are extraordinary. Anybody with an osis, not only can they benefit from proteolytic enzymes, but they can benefit also from vitamin K2. So how it works is that if the arteries, for instance, are in poor state and and the body decides that it wants to line the arteries with calcium to strengthen it up, you know, an autopsy, you cut through through a child's main artery, do it with scissors, with an adult, an old, old, elderly adult, you need a hacksaw because of all the calcium. You want to say your arteries are getting stiff. You know, that's what's happening. So K2, uh, well, why? So if, if you're not getting enough calcium, and by the way, nobody should supplement with calcium, super rare that that is necessary if ever, what you need to do is to supplement with vitamin K2 and magnesium, and then the calcium can go where it needs to, and a, a repair can happen to the artery rather than a buildup of scar tissue, fibrosis, and calcium. And when you've got that in the arteries, that's when clots can jam things up in the very small uh, vascular area, like, like the eyes. That also would make it, the blood pressure would go, wouldn't it? Because you're reducing the size of the pipe. So the pressure has to increase to keep the flow. Absolutely right. And the flexibility comes back. That's really interesting. One of the arguments around K2 is why do old people have falls, right? What kills most old people in the end? It's a fall. They fall over. That's what happens. So it's generally accepted that what happens is they fall and they break their hips, for example. Could be the other way around. Lack of K2, poor diet, lack of proteolytic enzymes because they're old, 
their hip breaks and then they fall. That makes sense. I bet very few people consider that happens prior to the fall as well. Well, once it's pointed out, I think it's relatively obvious that that could be the mechanism. But because we're all totally indoctrinated by the medical profession, that it is how we say it is, not not how not what's obvious. And so people are educated, aren't they? I mean, the problem is people went to school and they got educated how not to think. <laughs> That's right, to stop asking questions. Quite. So, I mean, that leads us on to magnesium, which is the most important of all the minerals. Without magnesium, people may get twitches around the eyes. They might get cramps, menstrual cramps, muscle cramps, spasms. They might get constipated. They might get unhappy. They might get anxious. They might get um, panic attacks. They might get arrhythmia of the heart, you know, uneven heart. But I, I had most of those before I figured out that it was magnesium I was lacking. We'll be back after a quick break. Welcome to the Alchemy of Natural Healing. I'm your host, Laurel Dewey. True healing is an alchemical process, meaning it must transform you on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. What affects one affects all three. True healing is one of the hardest journeys you'll ever travel. But it's one of the most rewarding and fulfilling when you get to meet yourself for the first time. If you're ready to take that journey, let's get started. And how many capsules did you need to take to remedy it? I ended up not using capsules. I just got a load of magnesium chloride and applied it directly to my skin, and I still do that large quantities every day. Right. So um, I used to do that, but I found that taking capsules is so much more effective, quicker, easier, and less sticky. (laughs) Oh, I. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. I I often thought that it would be difficult, though, because you get the – it's a strong laxative, but I guess if you had the right magnesium, it wouldn't be an issue. Yes, you know, um, the, the cheap one that they sell in cheap places is magnesium oxide, and that is almost useless to put magnesium into. It's not very bioavailable at all, but it will send you to the toilet relatively rapidly if you take too much. Um, then there's magnesium citrate, which is a much, much better form, but uh, that if you just take that alone in big doses, that could also send you to the bathroom. So um, the, one, the one I use, the one, the one I manufacture, has four different types of magnesium, and it's just a perfect balance to, yes, get the bowels to a point where you're just suddenly regular. might have been 20 years that one, somebody's strained, whereas so get the ba- magnesium balance right could be within hours, suddenly your bowels are working properly again. Not for everybody, but most people. Most people. So, um, you know, I take about four magnesium capsules a day, but I often recommend to people they may need temporarily to get their levels from sub-basement up to at least normal. They might need to take maybe 12 a day in divided doses. Personally, I can take six at a time, no problem. Other people can't take more than two at a time, otherwise they're in the bathroom. So magnesium is one. What else would you recommend people look at that you find they're habitually short of? Well, 
I mean, I don't know whether you've heard the news. I very seldom listen to it, but I caught it in the car the other day that there's a shortage of HRT drugs. Okay. You heard that one? No. Apparently the world's going mental. The government is stepping in because, oh, my God, no more HRT drugs for a while because we're running out. It's it's become a distraction to the world because, yeah, they're like distractions. So, and, of course, it helps the pharmaceutical industry enormously. You know, it's fantastic advertising. So what is the what should women be doing if they're having those symptoms known as menopause? The first thing they need to know is that the Japanese do not have a word for menopause. That's interesting. Why, why is that, you might ask? Uh, it's because of the iodine. Now, it is traditional to eat uh, seaweed all the time with everything, right? And seaweed is the food that contains the most iodine. It's virtually the only food that does contain iodine. That's where iodine comes from, the deterioration and the production of seaweed in the sea. It goes into the air and we breathe it. So our ancestors generally lived by water. There are a number of reasons for that. Obviously, there's always fish in the sea if there's nothing growing. And they were pretty healthy because of all the iodine in the air. So if you live on the coast, you're probably all right, assuming you open your windows and breathe. Um, <laughs> but for the rest of us who don't live near the sea, then uh, we really, really need iodine. And if we don't have enough, our hormones go wrong. Iodine controls the thyroid. Iodine controls the hormones. And if you haven't got enough of it, uh, then you're in real trouble. So our ancestors had enough of it, even if they were living away from the sea. How did they do it? Well, they did it uh, because they weren't hit with fluoride, chlorine, and bromine products that are in everything from fire retardant in the sofa to bread. Right? So everybody is smashed with a low iodine level in their body. Now, it gets very, very serious, particularly for women. If a, if a woman is low on iodine, so really clinically low, so even the doctors recognise it, uh, if they're pregnant, the child is likely to be born a cretin. Cretinism is severe mental retardation caused by iodine deficiency. Almost everybody's low on iodine. Over 90%, I would surmise. So let's say a woman gives birth to a child and only a little bit low on iodine. What will happen, and this is totally scientifically based, is that the baby will have a low IQ. Uh, you know, brain function is critical to iodine sufficiency. So what are the symptoms of menopause? What, 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 what to old people in general? Uh, they walk in a room and can't forget why they walk. They can't remember why they walked in. Right? Poor memory, iodine deficiency. So with menopausal women, they get hot flushes. Why? Because the thyroid controls body temperature and iodine controls the thyroid. So Japanese women don't get hot flushes, or it's super rare. Maybe if they're eating a Western diet, they might. Assuming they're eating loads of fish, which also contains iodine and seaweed, then they don't get hot flushes, mm. right? Nine out of ten women in England get hot flushes. Mm -hmm. Nine out of ten, as opposed to let's say one out of ten. So, what are the other sort, sorts of symptoms? Well, um, women know them, right? Women know them. So, 
all those symptoms, they can generally go away with just iodine, but it has to be the right type and the right amount, and you need the cofactors. Cofactors of iodine include selenium, the mineral selenium, which is in, in itself an incredible story of addicts, whether pharmaceutical, recreational, booze, whatever, addicts get huge results if they take large doses of the right type of selenium for three days, maybe even less. Mm-hmm. However, back to the iodine story, um, if iodine doesn't fix a thyroid problem, and there are hundreds of mainly women, again, on thyroid medications, L-thyroxine, they've been told, you'll need to take this drug for life. The pharmaceutical industry loves that. <laughs> for life, forever. And then it's next to ones in case of side effects. Don't worry about that. And um, so in the old days, 100 years ago, 150 years ago, prior to L-thyroxine and drugs, they used to desiccate dry thyroid glands from animals and measure out the teeny, teeny tiniest bit and give it to their clients. And that would, you know, near, I mean, a pig or something like that has a very similar thyroid to us. So you've got a bit of desiccated pig thyroid, and that would, generally speaking, be HRT problem solved. Right? That and iodine. Iodine alone hopefully would do it. And this, this idea is still totally current, you know, just because doctors don't do it anymore. They used to with, you know, 100 years of success. You know, the version of iodine that I recommend is Lugol's, L-U-G-O-L-S, and a little 20-quid bottle will last you a year. You know, so on the one hand, expensive drugs. On the other hand, 20 quid for a year, which makes more money for the industry, let me think now. Well, it's certainly, I I, I use yours. Um, I have done since we spoke last time. And uh, I normally just put a few drops into the, um, the raw juice I make every day. Right. Um, I prefer to put it in water. And the reason is that iodine is very reactive. Right. Right. Let's say you've got a glass of water with iodine in it, and you put in a teeny tiny pinch of vitamin C powder. Instantly, it would go from dark brown to clear. Instantly. Chemical reaction between iodine and vitamin C. So you want to take them separately. Gotcha. And so who knows what the chemical reactions with your fruit juice are. But, you know, some things, it just doesn't matter. Uh, You know, magnesium, it's not going to matter. But iodine being very reactive, just in water, is probably better. Might be fine in the juice. I'll take your lead on that one. That's fine. I'll make that change today. Thank you. And the great news with the iodine is that people notice it quite often in days, or if not in weeks. One of the main ones, one that I noticed was that if you took, let's say you're in a house with a cold marble floor and you'd ask me to go barefoot, I probably might have said, do I really have to? Can't I keep my shoes on? After, I don't know, four, five weeks or something, using the iodine, uh, my temperature changed in my body and I didn't mind uh, walking on a cold floor. Just a few weeks ago, I hated it. It it was really palpable. And the, the phrase that I hear when it works for people, the older ones, is they say, it was like my brain fog lifted. If you think you've got brain fog, 
It's almost certainly an iodine deficiency. So simple. Six to eight weeks, and most people have had the result they're hoping for. I, I did notice the, I've always been a clear thinker anyway, but the clarity of thought really, really lifted for me. It was really interesting. And it, it was noticeable as well. It wasn't just like I, I, I was thinking back. There was one day and I thought, okay, that's really interesting. Something's changed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, it, I love it when people notice and notice quickly. I mean, the big one for noticing is magnesium. People often notice, if it's taken enough, they're likely to notice in five minutes or whatever it might be. You know, arthritis people, anybody with chronic pain, um, magnesium, yeah, they might need, might need to do it for a while, but it can happen super quick. Vitamin C, I've had some people, again, it's all down to the dose and the frequency, but some people have taken the right dose for them, and they've gone from walking, say, 100 metres and they're tired to walk, walking a mile and okay. I mean, it's just incredible. You know, our bodies are these wonderful self-repairing machines. And if only we were putting real food in. You know, now we have to supplement as well. But, you know, on the day we die, it shouldn't be from fibrosis or cancer or any of those things. It should be from, well, you know, you overexerted yourself yesterday a bit, maybe, you know, whatever you enjoy doing, you did a bit too much of it and you fall asleep and don't wake up. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's the way it should be, right. One, one of the other ones I noticed had a, a big impact with me as well was the uh, the fulvic minerals. Yeah, well, that was the very first product I ever put in a bottle and gave to my clients because I noticed the difference on the next day. I just woke up, I felt different, better more happy in my body. And I, I don't remember when I'd last experienced a feeling like that, actually, or at least from a natural substance. <laughs> well, there are some plants that can help with that. <laughs> well, exactly. So, um, and of course, what fulvic minerals is, is ancient plant material and everything else. So it's 30 million year old deposit of soil, nothing more than fancy than that. But it's so concentrated with all life. So in the forest, everything's ever lived or died goes into the forest floor. And in some cases, maybe pressure, who knows what happened 30 million years ago. But there are these concentrates and animals seek them out. You've seen the goats climbing, climbing a dam probably to lick the mineral rich water that's coming out hundreds of feet up. And um, so I discovered some 15 years ago or something, a source actually from the United States, uh, where this stuff was just incredible. And there are all sorts of deposits all around the United States. And there are deposits in China. It's everywhere. In fact, it's under your house, because every soil everywhere has fulvic and humic minerals in them. But so these rare deposits, and a famous one in, in America, and they reckon it's 100 million years old. So that's really out of date. You know, it's just past its sell-by date by at least 50 million years. <laughs> uh, so the one we do is about 30 million years old, and that's like packet fresh, you know, <laughs> full, of, full of fresh goodness. And I was forced by the authorities to put a sell-by date. Isn't that ridiculous? I mean, it's 30 million years old already. You know, Should I keep it in the fridge, people say? It's 30 million years old. There's nothing you can do. Um, so at the beginning, I put, um, I put a sell-by date, and in brackets, minerals are immortal um, <laughs> next to it. 
But, I, you know, I've been forced by authorities to change everything. I used to have the word cancer on my website, but I, they forced me to remove that, so I changed it to C, dot, 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 dot. Then they made me change that, et cetera. That's all. It doesn't support their, their hypnotic game they have over people, so. Yes. Wonderful. Are there any other supplements that you could think of that, I mean, you've covered most things, I think, with those ones. And I think most people would see a massive benefit just by taking care of that. I am very interested in the one you started with. Yes. I mean, the ones I haven't mentioned that are worthy of mention, we have a new material, which I think we're going to call Immuno. And um, people find that if they've got um, the symptoms that begin with a C and end in a 1-9, uh, some people have found that immediately on taking it, and what it contains is uh, NAC, N-acetylcysteine, which along with ivermectin and hydrochloricum was one of the products they immediately made. You know, you can't take that, doesn't work, mustn't look, don't look here sort of thing. Um, so I've had people who've noticed effects immediately from it and like three hours later or 30 minutes later or whatever, that the symptoms have ended. A super interesting material. Um, then there's amino acids. We do some vegan amino acids, which are from fermented plants. And let's say we go back to that little old lady or the, the really old person who's too weak to eat. And you want to put them, want to get muscle on them. Uh, amino acids are what the bodybuilders, the muscle builders use Instead of eating 20 steaks a day, they're taking amino acids. So it builds muscle. Even if you don't exercise, it builds muscle. Um, there's L-tryptophan, which some people, a few people find is the answer for sleep problems. And you'll know within a day or two of trying it whether it's going to work for you. Just take it before bedtime. It's har harmless, basically. Um, for some people, it makes people happy. That's the other thing about L-tryptophan. People have heard of 5-HTP, and 5-HTP is the precursor to L-tryptophan, which is the better one. Um, there's MSM sulfur. Again, dissolves scar tissue, replaces it with normal tissue. Uh, it's been, the, for some people, part of the remedy for the C word. Um, it does huge, massive benefits. It's, it stops poisoning. So... You know, the recent talk about snake venom, for instance, if that is true, and I believe they're poisonous with everything, not just one thing or another, it's sort of everything. Um, so we're being poisoned just by breathing, eating rubbish food. The answers there, again, are things like the proteolytic enzymes, K2, MSM sulfur, fulvic minerals, vitamin C, and we do a non-activated charcoal, which also is super important for detoxification. You, know, you can stop uh, poison, poisoning with a whole host of things. And I've got a video out on brand new tube, which is all the second to last one I put out is about four minutes long. Me and Dr. Ardis discussing what you do if, if snake venom really is being given to people, poisons in general, what, what would you do? So um, that I think people might benefit from watching that. And if people go join my secret health club, then all the latest information is there. Um, 
easy to find. Yeah, I'll, I'll put links to all of that in the description of this. I'll get those off you so I can put them in. Is there anything else, Clive, you'd like to share with people with regard to that? Because I, I would suggest if, they, if they're going to supplement that they get the right kind of stuff, yours is as good as I've ever come across. And I've been looking at supplements for 25 years now. Well, you know, my way of looking at it is the best works the best. It's probably going to work the quickest. You know, the best generally is the one that doesn't upset your tummy, maybe, or whatever the factor is. Uh, you know, I just, it's easy. If you go for the best, you're going to get the best result. So that's that's the aim. And uh, while in some cases the best might cost triple, if it doesn't work, then it, it just doesn't work. So, um, but I try to keep the prices, you know, just reasonable because I'm in it with sort of the altruistic thing of I get joy when people tell me that their problem went away. You know, it's not much more fun than somebody saying, well, thanks very much. You fixed whatever it might have been. Um, so, uh, yeah, the Secret Health Club, you know, I used to do consultations, but I very seldom do them now. So I'd rather make videos and podcasts and stuff. Um, so I created, I, when 2014, YouTube started censoring me, or well, no, not YouTube, the government started censoring me, demanded I took my YouTube videos down. So I started a club where everything that was censored, I put there. And then every time I read an article or watched a video, I thought, incredible. That's what somebody with XYZ needs to know. So, you know, all the information is used to be on Google, perhaps, but you, know, you want to search, you, you know, somebody's told they've got endometriosis. What do I do? Well, you could hunt on Google even now with the censorship, you still find the answer. But the idea of the Secret Health Club is that you can go straight to the answer that to the best of my knowledge, is the way to go out of perhaps many choices. Brilliant. Well, I, I definitely would recommend that to people for sure. Clive, that's been awesome. It really has. It's wonderful speaking to you again. And I'll end the recording now, but if you just stay on, because I'd like to speak to you just for a couple of minutes before you go, if that's all right. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it.